Old Indian Legends by Zitkala Shah, Section 12. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Aya, the Camp Eater from the tall grass came the voice of a crying babe the huntsmen who were passing nigh heard and halted the tallest one among them hastened toward the high grass with long cautious strides he waded through the growth of green with just a head above it all suddenly exclaiming whom he he dropped out of sight. In another instant, he held up in both his hands a tiny little baby wrapped in soft brown buckskins. Oh, ho, a wood child, cried the man, for they were hunting along the wooded river bottom where this babe was found. While the hunters were questioning, whether or not they should carry it home, the wee Indian baby kept up his little howl. His voice is strong, said one. At times it sounds like an old man's voice, whispered a superstitious fellow, who feared some bad spirit hid in the small child to cheat them by and by. Let us take it to our wise chieftain, at length, they said, and the moment they started toward the campground, the strange woodchild ceased to cry. Beside the chieftain's teepee waited the hunters while the tall man entered with the child. How, how, nodded the kind-faced chieftain, listening to the queer story. Then, rising, he took the infant in his strong arms. Gently, he laid the black-eyed babe in his daughter's lap. This is to be your little son, said he, smiling. Yes, father, she replied. Pleased with the child, she smoothed the long black hair fringing his round brown face. Tell the people that I give a feast and dance this day for the naming of my daughter's little son, bade the chieftain. In the meanwhile, among the men waiting by the entranceway, one said in a low voice, I have heard that bad spirits come as little children into a camp which they mean to destroy. No, no, let us not be over-cautious. It would be cowardly to leave a baby in the wild wood where prowl the hungry wolves, answered an elderly gentleman. The tall man now came out of the chieftain's teepee. With a word, he sent them to their dwellings, half running with joy. A feast! A dance for the naming of the chieftain's grandchild, cried he in a loud voice 
to the village people. What? What? asked they in great surprise, holding a hand to the ear to catch the words of the crier. There was a momentary silence among the people while they listened to the ringing voice of the man walking in the center ground, then broke forth a rippling, laughing babble among the cone-shaped teepees. All were glad to hear of the chieftain's grandson. They were happy to attend the feast and dance for its naming. With excited fingers they twisted their hair into glossy braids and painted their cheeks with bright red paint. To and fro hurried the women, handsome in their gala day dress, men in loose deerskins with long tinkling metal fringes strode in small numbers toward the center of the campground. Here, underneath a temporary shade house of green leaves, they were to dance and feast. The children, in deerskins and paints, just like their elders, were jolly little men and women. Beside their eager parents, they skipped along toward the green dance house. Here, seated in a large circle, the people were assembled. The proud chieftain rose with the little baby in his arms. The noisy hum of voices was hushed. Not a tinkling of metal fringe broke the silence. The crier came forward to greet the chieftain, then bent attentively over the small babe, listening to the words of the chieftain. When he paused, the crier spoke aloud to the people. This woodland child is adopted by the chieftain's eldest daughter. His name is Chasky. He wears the title of the eldest son. In honor of Chasky, the chieftain gives this feast and dance. These are the words of him you see holding a baby in his arms. Yes, yes, Hinu, how, came from the circle. At once the drummers beat softly and slowly their drum, while the chosen singers hummed together to find the common pitch. The beat of the drum grew louder and faster. The singers burst forth in a lively tune. Then the drum beats subsided and faintly marked the rhythm of the singing. Here and there bounced up men and women, both young and old. They danced and sang with merry light hearts. Then came the hour of feasting. Late into the night the air of the campground was alive with the laughing voices of women and the singing in unison of young men. Within her father's teepee sat the chieftain's daughter. Proud of her little one, she watched over him asleep in her lap. Gradually, a deep quiet stole over the campground, as, one by one, the people fell into pleasant dreams. Now, 
all the village was still. Alone sat the beautiful young mother, watching the babe in her lap, asleep with a gaping little mouth. Amid the quiet of the night, her ear heard the far-off hum of many voices. The faint sound of murmuring people was in the air. Upward, she glanced at the smoke-hole of the wigwam and saw a bright star peeping down upon her. Spirits in the air above? she wondered. Yet there was no sign to tell her of their nearness. The fine small sound of voices grew larger and nearer. Father, rise. I hear the coming of some tribe, hostile or friendly, I cannot tell. Rise and see, whispered the young woman. Yes, my daughter, answered the chieftain, springing to his feet. Though asleep, his ear was ever alert. Thus rushing out into the open, he listened for strange sounds. With an eagle eye, he scanned the campground for some sign. Returning, he said, My daughter, I hear nothing and see no sign of evil nigh. Oh, the sound of many voices comes up from the earth about me, exclaimed the young mother. Bending low over her babe, she gave ear to the ground. Horrified was she to find the mysterious sound came out of the open mouth of her sleeping child. Why, so unlike other babes, she cried within her heart as she slipped him gently from her lap to the ground. Mother, listen and tell me if this child is an evil spirit come to destroy our camp, she whispered loud. Placing an ear close to the open baby mouth, the chieftain and his wife, each in turn, heard the voices of a great camp, the singing of men and women, the beating of the drum, the rattling of deer hooves, strung like bells on a string. These were the sounds they heard. We must go away, said the chieftain, leading them into the night. Out in the open, he whispered to the frightened young woman, Ayah, the camp-eater, has come in the guise of a babe. Had you gone to sleep, he would have jumped out into his own shape and would have devoured our camp. He is a giant with spindling legs. He cannot fight, for he cannot run. He is powerful only in the night with his tricks. We are safe as soon as day breaks. Then, moving closer to the woman, he whispered, If he wakes now, he will swallow the whole tribe with one hideous gulp. Come, we must flee with our people. Thus, creeping from teepee to teepee, a secret alarm signal was given. At midnight, the teepees were gone, and there was left no sign of the village save heaps of dead ashes.
so quietly had the people folded their wigwams and bundled their tent poles that they slipped away unheard by the sleeping ayah babe when the morning sun arose the babe awoke seeing himself deserted he threw off his baby form in a hot rage wearing his own ugly shape his huge body toppled to and fro from side to side on a pair of thin legs far too small for their burden though with every move he came dangerously nigh to falling he followed in the trail of the fleeing people i shall eat you in the sight of a noonday sun cried ayah in his vain rage when he spied them encamped beyond a river by some unknown cunning he swam the river and sought his way toward the teepees hin hin he grunted and growled with perspiration beating his brow he strove to wiggle his slender legs beneath his giant form ha ha laughed all the village people to see ayah made foolish with anger such spindle legs cannot stand to fight by daylight shouted the brave ones who were terror-struck the night before by the name ayah warriors with long knives rushed forth and slew the camp-eater lo there rose out of the giant a whole indian tribe their campground their teepees in a large circle and the people laughing and dancing we are glad to be free said these strange people thus ayah was killed and no more are the campgrounds in danger of being swallowed up in a single night-time. End of section 12 Recording by Robert Scott August the 2nd, 2007